Hey, good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Welcome to Monday. I will tell you that uh, I'm just happy to be here. Really am. It has been hot, hot, and hotter. Uh, but this is Arizona. This is what we get. Uh, we were golfing this weekend, and, I, and I've been saying that I really want to play more golf. I, and I do. But we've been so busy. It's just been hard for me to play as much as I would like. So I haven't been uh, playing the last several weeks. And let me tell you, it's a dry heat. It takes a little getting used to, especially when you're out there uh, for four and a half or five hours. Uh, It was a, let's just say, I did not play very well. But I was out there. But I I was out there uh, a little crispy. Uh, but that CBD, it is, I got to tell you, I wish I had known about it sooner. And, and again, you know, the whole modern medicine thing, you know, people don't realize. And I didn't know. I didn't know this either. Do you know back back in the olden days that farmers, they would always plant at least an acre of, of hemp. Because they knew about uh, the the healing powers, they also knew you know made great rope and fabric and all this other stuff. Uh, but I've been taking our, our CBD products now since mm, October, November, something like that. I still got the same bottle of Advil in my medicine cabinet, sitting there like full. Where before, a round of golf for me before. Four Advils before tee-off. That was like, you know, mandatory. Soon as you got home, right? I've got to, you know, you you know you, you, you hop in the shower. Yeah, I need four more. The next, sometimes it was really bad. Sometimes I need four more before I even went to bed. And then at least four more when I woke up the next day. Now I take none. And I took none again. And it's just, listen, here's the other thing. There is no THC in this stuff, too, because I know some people still haven't figured that part out yet. That THC is what gets you high. There's none of that in there, none. Uh, and and the, there's so many great uses. I'll, I'll tell you right now, the lotion is great for sunburn. My son, my oldest son, he is uh, going to be a senior in college. And, you know, he's played a lot of football in his day. He loves the lotion. He, his shoulder is a little jacked up. He, he uses, he likes the lotion more than the salve. I like the salve more than the lotion. Uh, my wife, uh, she was w- w- uh, wearing um, shoes that were a little too tight over the weekend. And she got these blisters on the back of her heels. She put the salve on them. I mean, it's fantastic. Give them a shot. They can help you. Uh, they've helped me. I take the 3,000 milligram tincture in case you want to know. I'm a bigger guy, so if you're not a big guy, you can probably use the 1,000. And all I do is I just take the it, – it, it's a dropper. I just squeeze the dropper, and it fills it up about halfway or so, and I put that under my tongue. Boom. Done. Over. And if it's a bad day, I'll take it twice. It seems to work. So check them out. 1360 KHNC, 
hit the shopping cart button. I was told that it's going to cool down a little bit, and probably by cool down, probably about, what, 100, 300, 405 maybe. Uh, but get ready. Summertime is here. I checked in with some buddies. I got friends uh, up in Northern California where they grow a lot of produce. The report I got was was scary. This is the worst drought that a lot of these farmers have ever seen. They say if they don't get a late rain, and it's almost like late rain for a farmer isn't rain in October. (laughs) They're like, man, if we don't get a a late rain here, you know, thinking about, hey, in the next month, and there's no indication that that's going to happen. They said get ready uh, for prices to go even higher at the supermarket. So just, just a little FYI. Uh, this thing is huge, this drought up there. They're talking about lakes that have never been this empty. And this is, you know, lakes that, you know, they use to irrigate the crops and all that stuff. So uh, not great news there. And, and uh, I have a buddy of mine that he's up there about once a month. And for what he does, he actually sees a lot of farmers. So he reported back. I was playing golf with him this weekend. So he he kind of reported, man. He was, man. You won't believe what they were telling me. So just buckle up there. Let's get the rain dance going. Whatever we got, I don't know. Let's pull out all the stops. Right. We we need some rain. Uh, speaking of rain, Janet Yellen. This is going to be the big thing today. Janet Yellen. Wants it to rain money. You know, Money Mayweather, you know, I don't know if he had that pay-per-view fight. I didn't buy it. If you did, I don't think you were very happy. Uh, he made $100 million fighting a YouTube guy. Don't ask me how, but he did it. But Janet Yellen doing her own Floyd Mayweather, she wants the Biden administration to make it rain. Rain dollars. And if that means inflation, so be it. So, listen, I told you, I've been warning you about her. She's the most dangerous woman on the planet. You know, there's a reason why Trump dumped her as the head of the Fed. Because normally that doesn't happen. Usually the Fed, ah, I'm done, I'm tired. Like, remember, ah, I don't want to do it anymore. Uh, Alan Greenspan, I don't want to do it anymore. Very rarely. Does the head of the Federal Reserve, who still wants to stay in her job, get the boot? That's exactly what Trump did because she is a liberal of epic proportions. And she thinks the way forward is for huge government to hand out checks, pick winners and losers. And so what if we have inflation? So when we get back, we're going to talk about just exactly that. She was doing a, uh, an interview on Bloomberg. Uh, gold's up today, uh, up another six bucks, eighteen ninety six. Silver's up thirteen cents. Uh, the Dow's down a little bit. Crude oil sitting right underneath seventy dollars a barrel. So get ready. Uh, I think crude oil is going to be a hundred dollars a barrel. Uh, as you know, we, we're seeing now. Uh, the Iranians were blowing up stuff all over Iran. There's going to be a lot of oil pressure coming. 
so get ready. we got a great show lined up for you. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. We'll talk about what it was that Janet Yellen wants the Biden administration to do. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Man, I'll tell you, this was an interview yesterday. Janet Yellen was talking to Bloomberg, and they were talking about inflation. And, of course, the Biden spending packages. Remember, Biden wants to throw another $400 billion a year, $4 trillion over 10 years, on handouts. That's what, that's what it's for. And she was talking about, well, you know, I don't think a little inflation is a bad thing. Actually, now this, this her words, not mine. When talking about inflation and higher interest rates, that would, for society's point of view and the Fed's point of view, it it wasn't your point of view when you were at the Fed. I mean, yes, Janet Yellen did raise rates to like one and a half percent. But the only reason that inflation has been understated is they changed how they calculated inflation to where it didn't actually calculate inflation at all. I mean, really, that's the only reason. But now she's saying, you know, inflation and higher rates would be a plus for society. Yeah. And for the Fed. Again, listen, here's what I want you to be clear. And what Janet Yellen is saying. More government spending. Crash the economy is a plus for society. Because this is what's going to happen when rates rise. And of course, giving cover for the central bank to do so. And when she was talking about this, and they brought up, well, wait a minute. If you're saying that a a little bit of inflation's okay. Wouldn't the federal government's $4 trillion in additional spending be a problem? And according to Janet Yellen, she says, ah, that's not enough. That's not enough. And she's probably right. $4 trillion wasn't enough. The problem is, this is $4 more trillion of debt after we've already added $25 trillion, right? I mean, we've gone from $5 trillion to $30 trillion. So she's right. $4 trillion by itself wasn't enough. On top of the other $25 trillion, yeah, uh, that's going to be plenty. She says that the current spurt in prices powered by stimulus 
is going to fade next year. Remember, this is their here's their policy, right? So you know, think about think about the spin that's happening here. See, they want to pretend that the spurt, as she called it, it's going to fade next year. Now, to a lot of people, if you heard that. You'd be like, oh, okay, well, they're going to go back down. Oh, no, that's not what they mean by fade. They'll just stop rising. They'll, it'll go back to only rising 2% or 3%. But the 4, 5, 6, 7% we got down, that, 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 it, it's going to shrink. It's not going to actually be negative. And that she says that... Uh, the biggest burst of inflation in three decades would just be temporary. Yeah, see, it's okay. It's okay. Pay no attention to that crew. Uh, uh, probably, I'm hoping not all-time highs, but close to it. Food costs are the highest we've seen in decades. Right, housing costs are the highest we've seen ever. Car prices highest we've seen ever. Wage price pressures almost the highest we've ever seen. Right, so I mean, but don't worry, it'll just be temporary. If we ended up with slightly higher interest rate environment, it would actually be a plus for society's point of view and the Fed's point of view. We've been fighting inflation that's too low. And again, remember, why is it too low? I mean, don't we really want inflation to be zero? Who said that we wanted inflation? Right? Because understand what inflation actually is. I mean, this is how uneducated we all are. Look at what she just said in this interview with Bloomberg for the whole world to see. We've been fighting inflation that's too low. And who's we? Janet. Of course, she's talking about her banker friends at the Fed. See, they've been fighting for higher inflation. We want prices to rise even faster. And here's the great trick we pulled on all of you. See, because they knew that if they had kept inflation the way it used to be, I know, and I'm not talking about going back to the, you know, the way back days of the 50s and 60s, okay, or the Great Depression. Just talking about the way they tracked inflation in the 90s, right? That wasn't that long ago. Just go back to that. See, they'd have a problem right now. Because core inflation would probably be 6 or 7%. If you went back to 1980, it'd be 11 This whole decade plus and really about two decades now of low inflation that they're fighting really hasn't been low at all it's just low on how they newly count it because they knew why why, why did they change it 
Well, there's a couple of reasons. Number one, the Social Security Trust Fund would have ran out of money already. One of the big things about having low inflation is the cost of living adjustments given to everybody on Social Security become really, really small. Do you know that there wasn't an inflation number below 3% since the inception of Social Security? Well, really, I guess if you if you go back in recent times, since like the 50s. Not once. Matter of fact, most of the time it was 4 or 5%. That was a pretty standard cost of living adjustment. They're like, well, we can't have that. Plus the economy, all this debt is starting to weigh on us. So they're like, man, we really need to devalue even faster. See, this is the thing most people don't understand. Because why would we want any inflation? That doesn't make sense. Why would we want our money to be worth less? Matter of fact, wouldn't we want something other than inflation? Our money would be what? It'd have even more buying power. I mean, think about minimum wage. That's something you don't really think a lot about ever. You know, I got my first job in 1986. I was 16. The minimum wage was, I think it was $3.15, right? Now think about today, pretty much everywhere, uh, you know, I know the federal government says 7 and a half, but the minimum wage like here in Arizona now, I, I want to say it's 12 bucks legally here, 12 So why do you need four times the amount of money? And, of course, it really, everybody knows you were better off in 1986 making three fifteen an hour than you are today making twelve. Right? It's not even really keeping up with inflation. Why would we want that? And the answer is very simple. The more debt we have, the more inflation we need. So one of the great things that they did is they made the inflation number that they used be artificially low. So now instead of saying inflation's 10%, they can say it's 4 or 5. And then say, well, don't worry. We don't really have to raise rates yet. This is how bad it's going to get. I think we're going to have inflation much worse than the 70s because of it. So they've been fighting for more inflation. I want you to know that. Understand what that means. They want your money to devalue faster. Everybody that has money in a savings bank in their bank in a savings account. They want you to feel like you're an idiot and you know what you are doesn't pay you any interest matter of fact with inflation let's just use the number they're saying core the core number of course we should probably use the headline number because that's got food and energy so let's use that headline number six percent which means 
every dollar in your bank account, because the bank's not paying the interest, every dollar in your bank account is worth 6% less. Of course, they do that. Why? They want you to spend it. Buy stocks with it. Now, look, at they've turned the housing market into like an ATM now, right? Invest it somewhere to try to make up for that 6% loss. That's their plan. And now they're like, we're going to devalue it even more. But she says that we want them, talking about interest rates, to go back to a normal interest rate environment. Now, what's a normal interest rate environment? And I promise you, that's a lie. She's probably in her mind thinking, well, it'd be great if we got back to 1%. Because that's about all the government could afford. And if this helps, now listen to this part. I'm going to read the whole thing again because I've broken it up. And, and we're coming up on the break. So I want you to think about this sentence all break we've been fighting inflation that's too low in interest rates that are too low now for a decade we want them to go back to a more normal interest rate environment and if this helps a little bit to alleviate things then that's not a bad thing that's a good thing Now, my question, what things is she talking about alleviating? Because it says, and if this helps a little bit to alleviate things. Alleviate what things? What in the hell is she talking about? then that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. See, when you run out of good arguments, this is the kind of comments you get. You're like, what? what talking about? I'm going to help educate you when we return. Picture Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. 800 This thing's going everywhere now. Uh, Zero had just got it. Wolf Richter, uh, another great job. What could she possibly be talking about? I want inflation. Matter of fact, we've been fighting inflation because it's been too low. Yeah. <laughs> Put your gold and silver away. This is the most powerful person in the planet. Think about it. Former head of the Federal Reserve. She's the, she's the Treasury Secretary now. Flat out telling everybody. Inflation's been way too low. And you know what? If we have to eventually raise rates, that'll be a good thing. Yeah, because you know, it'll alleviate stuff. What stuff is alleviated by higher interest rates? Have you asked yourself? What do you think it'll do to the housing market? 
where people are paying, you know, a million-dollar house in Phoenix now is nothing, right? What do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen to car payments, right? What do you think that's going to happen with business investment? What do you think is going to happen to the size of the debt? One, one, ba- one point of rate hikes. So think about it right now. We're at zero. I guess technically zero, zero point zero five percent. But if we just go to one percent, that adds like three hundred billion dollars to the debt. Two percent, six hundred billion. Three percent, a trillion. Four percent, probably. I don't know. One and a half trillion, right? Because it gets bigger because of the amount. You know, we got so much. It's a fallacy. And and you should be running to the phone right now to get gold put away. Uh, And so think about this. I mean, I guess savers and, and bond investors could earn a little bit of interest. But remember, all the bonds already held as interest rates rise they lose value who's the largest holder of u.s debt it's the federal reserve could you imagine with higher rates this part she's not to that we'd have to loan money to the federal reserve well, of course, they probably wouldn't sell. They'll just pretend. Oh, no, we'll roll it over. Don't worry about those losses. I mean, is this what we've been praying for for years, right? right? Oh, my, if we could just have higher rates, right? Nobody says that. Listen, she's not done. I will not give up on the next spending packages. And I emphasize the is. Packages. They're not meant as stimulus, she said. These are meant as investments to address long-standing needs of our economy. Obviously, again, they're going to try to convince you that bridges and roads and airports... It's only we only need about three hundred billion for that, by the way. But the other three point seven trillion, it's it's government handouts to poor, picking winners and losers, right? And again, why do they need the handouts? They need the handouts because everything's so damn expensive. If the temporary surge in inflation sticks and becomes persistent. Monetary policy can handle it, she said. I know that world. They're very good. I don't believe they're going to screw it up. Really? What would you call what you and Ben Bernanke did? Right? Don't forget, Janet Yellen was in that world. Remember when the housing debacle and crisis was a little frothy? And it was just a subprime problem before it eventually blew up and took all the banks with it? 
Now, I know Janet Yellen wasn't the head of the Fed yet. She was only second in command. Believe me, they've already screwed it up. They've already done it. It's already happened. And by screw it up, what does she really mean? Well, they're going to wait too long. And they're not going to raise rates fast enough. And then all of a sudden, inflation is going to be so bad. That's what's going to happen. And of course, listen, that's when it comes to an end. Because we can't have the Volcker Fed again. Can't pay 20% on a treasury. <laughs> I don't even know. What would the debt be? Like $20 trillion? I don't know. It's too, my mind can't comprehend it. She's opening the door for the new currency. It's just that simple. She talked out of both sides of her mouth. Well, okay, there's going to be inflation, but it's going to be temporary. And, you know, inflation was too low. We've been fighting this low inflation thing. But don't worry. If it gets too hot, we'll handle it. And by the way, I'm not giving up on all these spending packages. we got to have it. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. When we get back, I've got a silver special. We haven't run these this year, so we have an item that we haven't run this year. And actually, it's two items, but they're going to be together. I highly suggest you pay attention. Start continuing to add to your portfolio heed the words of who I think is the most evil woman in the world today really it doesn't matter what man or woman when it comes to your wealth there's no one as evil as Janet Yellen because here's what she's basically just said I love big government. I don't care about inflation. And you know what? Higher interest rates, great. Yes, because we all know that's what all we all ask. Be ready. That's going to create the biggest stock market crash we've seen yet. Take the radio news hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Yeah. We've been fighting this low inflation for too long. Get ready. Buckle them up. Uh, this is like the uh, Arnold Palmer special. You know, the Arnold Palmer, you know, half iced tea, half lemonade. We're selling rolls of Morgan in Peace dollars. They're going to be half Morgan half piece so 10 piece dollars 10 morgan dollars they're going to be 700 dollars a roll which if you've been following the morgan and peace dollar market you know is an exceptional price these are morgan and peace dollars are on fire let me tell you about what we've got here today so 
when you talk about Morgan and Peace dollars, you have what we call the call dollars. Those are the worst of the worst. I won't even sell them. I don't even. I won't even deal in them. So we normally will talk about like uh, like VG pluses, which is very good plus. Uh, and then we have AU and BU. Remember, we sold a lot of AUs, a lot of BUs last year. By the way, congratulations to everyone that's done that. These are going to be more like VFXF in the gold terms. So these they're not AUs, but this is what the, the, the bullion bank's telling me. These are really good-looking Morgan and Peace dollars. So this is not the bottom of the barrel. This is kind of, this is not quite, you know, they're not AUs or things like that. So they're not going to be, you know, shiny and this and that. Uh, but but good detail in the coins. You'll be able to read the dates and, and there'll be nice detail in them. Uh, the Morgans in here are all 21. So these are 1921 Morgans. And remember the Morgans, eight, eight, they started, what, 1878 to 1904. And then they didn't mint any any Morgans again until 1921. Uh, remember, this was the, the U.S. Mint wanted to do a 100-year anniversary special with Peace and Morgan dollars. They were going to re-release Peace and Morgan dollars this year. It was last week, or maybe it was the week before. They made an announcement that they had to delay it because they didn't have enough silver, right? Because it's you know the marking the hundredth anniversary. That's why they're doing the new design on the gold and silver eagles. It's all having to do with they did the redesign. Remember, they did the Morgan up to 1921 and then the peace dollar took over in 1922 they did that redesign so the mint was trying to to reproduce that i don't think they had any idea that this was going to be a huge silver problem out there uh that when they decided to come up with that great plan so we've got half and half rolls half piece half morgan these are going to be, you know, XFVF seven hundred dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, like an AU piece dollar as an example. So a little higher grade than that. Just on the piece dollar would be like forty bucks. An AU twenty one Morgan would be like forty three, forty four dollars. So these here at 35 are really well priced here. The half and half Morgan and Peace roll, $700 a roll at 800-951-0592. If you have graded Morgan dollars or Peace dollars, you may want to start thinking about trading. I mean, just on the Morgans as an example... Uh, an MS-63 Morgan dollar, you're getting anywhere depending on, on who graded it and, and the dates. Anywhere from 60 to 70 That's what I would pay you, 60 to $70. A 64 Morgan, 
you know, you're looking anywhere from $75 to $85. Uh, so you can almost trade one graded Morgan or what into, uh, uh, you know, two Morgan and Peace dollars uh, if you're so inclined. Uh, they are, this is how hot uh, this market has become. 800 951 0592. The half and half Morgan and Peace dollars at $700. Uh, we can have those in Colorado and in Arizona before the end of the week. And then, you know, we've been, we're running uh, those $10 Liberties at 1060 Prices have moved, but I've still got about 40 $10 Liberties left. So I'll hold that price today at 1060 on some $10 liberties until they're gone. But those prices have moved up to like 25 bucks, just like I told you they would. 800-951-0592. Gold's up six right now, eighteen ninety six. Silver's up 16 cents. Uh, depending on where you want, July silver, which is the current contract, $28.05. Uh, I think Kitco's got spot silver right below uh, let me look it up here. I think right below $28. Yeah, twenty seven ninety one dollars uh, right now on silver. 800-951-0592. And just so you know, because I don't have an unlimited supply, I've got 100 rolls. So that's all that I have. I've got 100 rolls of uh, the Arnold Palmer half piece, half Morgan dollars. They're seven hundred dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour final segment when we get back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. So we got a hundred rolls of the half and halves, half piece, half Morgans, and these are better than the quality that they're pricing. So uh, this is like VG plus pricing. Uh, but the coins, at least of this is what I'm saying, so you're buying them at VG prices, but you should be getting coins that are even nicer than that. Kind of the VFXF range uh, at $700 a roll at 800-951-0592. I do have a handful of 10 still left, those $10 liberties from uh, Friday at $1,060. Uh, oh, corn prices just jumped. Wow. Big move, uh, open interest corn. That means people going long corn. A huge jump in long positions. Uh, they're saying that uh, more bad weather, dry weather, uh, going to spread to the Midwest now. Of course, we talked about the weather uh, in in the West already. Drought conditions, uh, net buying of corn through the, up eleven percent for July futures. Twelve percent. Wow, that's a big jump in. December futures, uh, China's appetite for corn increasing, also corn, uh, the ethanol side, right? Remember, get ready. Crude oil prices are going through the roof. Uh, Big demand coming there as well. So I guess Janet Yellen's going to get her wish. She's just told everybody we need more spending and don't worry about inflation we won't screw it up. Well, if you believe that, then don't call. History has shown us they always screw it up. I mean, think about it. Maybe the worst predictor on the planet, which is hard to hard to believe. Maybe the Federal Reserve, they, they, they never get anything right. 
Look at the Biden. Remember Biden's uh, $6 trillion budget? Do you know what they said inflation was going to be in that budget for 2021? 2.1%. 2.1%. That was their great prediction. By the way, they think it's going to be even lower in 2022. Of course, now Janet Yellen kind of letting letting everybody know out there that's not going to happen, right? We're not having 2% inflation. We're not having 3% inflation, 4%, 5%. What I want to know, at what percent does the Fed finally do something? Maybe we should have a poll. <laughs> right. Maybe maybe I can get Ryan to get on a Facebook poll or something. What what percent will inflation have to be before the central bank reacts? Now remember, they keep talking about just wait for next year. Which in my mind says, hey, listen, we're not, I don't care what inflation does, we're not doing anything till next year. Which will put the Fed so far behind the curve. I mean, look at where we're already at. We're already, they already admit to 4%. Of course, our good buddy John Williams Shadowstat says, ah, it's really 11. But who's counting? Have a great rest of your Monday if you can possibly do that. Uh, The good news is tomorrow is Tuesday. Take care. God bless.